What's up guys, it's your boys Nick and Parado and Sal Cicero back at it again for another episode of the All in All Fins podcast. Today we're going to be talking about some hot takes we have for the 2020 Dolphins and some news around the NFL. Go check it out. And we're back and it's going to be Wednesday, July 15th. Uh, we're just going to talk a little NFL news, little NFL rumors, and then do some hot takes pre-training camp edition. Uh, we'll run that back preseason, um, not the preseason specifically, but before the season starts um, and see if uh, we feel the same way or um, if we want to throw some new hot takes in there. So I guess we'll start with uh, something that we tweeted about today that apparently... Who knows if this is true or not, but it definitely got Dolphins Twitter going. Jarvis Landry did not want to leave Miami and would be open to the idea of coming back. And I ship that, send him back, give him back, pay him the money, and give me Jarvis Landry back, dude. I was a Jarvis Landry stan. Um, And it's not that he's the best wide receiver in the league, but he brings so much more to the team. And um, he gives you that sure-handed guy that you just know. Because, like, even running into this year, you, you, we, we were excited about a top-five wide receiver in Devontae Parker, but you just don't know what you're going to get with him again. And Versus you know what you're going to get with Jarvis Landry. Um, and I think that would be a deadly combination of Jarvis Landry and uh, Tua. So, um, so I don't know how you feel about Jarvis Landry, but I want him back. Dude, I love Jarvis Landry. I absolutely love Jarvis Landry. He is one of my favorite players in the league. Um, I was so disappointed and so upset when we traded him. It was uh, he, like you said, he brought more than just the game of football and more than just his skill. And not only on the field, but like in the locker room, his just the emotion that he played with, the intensity that he played with, like you just loved to see it. I just loved watching him play because he played with so much passion, and it was just awesome to watch because. You know his his last game. I think we all remember it against the Bills, and he just he gets ejected, gets into a scuffle. But that's just that's just him playing with passion and playing with emotion, not trying to be a troublemaker, not trying to start anything, just playing with so much toughness and emotion and passion. It's just it was incredible to watch. Not only the plays that he made, the catches he made. He wasn't one of the fastest guys, but he was so shifty and so quick, just making guys miss left and right everywhere. Um, and the catches he made, I just I loved Jarvis Landry. Was a huge fan of Jarvis Landry, and I still am. I still love watching him play. It just hurts every time I see him in a Browns uniform, knowing that he should be in a Miami Dolphins uniform. Well, on top of that, I guess there was a report that OG, OBJ was they the Dolphins were thinking about trading for Odell Beckham Jr. and Adam Gase shut it down early before. Um, they could really get into actual trade talks. But I guess the front office was speaking about bringing him down there because, um, I mean, it's been pretty known that they wanted to play together and they thought they could um, make each other better if they were on the same field again like they were. Because in high school they didn't play on the same team, but they they played like travel teams and, and like seven-on-seven seven together, and then they went to LSU together, um, which we all know how that turned out. So I just think that... 
for one, it's a good thing that that never happened because that could have prolonged Adam Gase's time in in Miami. And I think, honestly, like I'm not trying to be biased or anything, but I just don't think Adam Gase is it. He might be a good um, like offensive coordinator, maybe quarterbacks coach in the NFL, but he's not a head coach. He should not be a head coach. So um, now if we could figure out how to get them both back down to Miami – Sign me up for that, but at least give me Juice back. I, I'm not. I don't really care about OBJ. I'd like him, but I'd rather have Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I would love Jarvis Landry back. Um, I mean, I have his jersey. Always gonna have his jersey. He's just a guy that will definitely go down for me as a Dolphins legend. Even if it was such a short time played, he made such a huge impact. What's your number one memory of Jarvis Landry? My number one memory. Hmm. I think it might be the play against the Texans. Do you remember against the Texans? Yeah, when he caught it on like the left side and yeah. ball all the way. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it just was going back and forth. It was just I remember just watching it and just seeing him make so many guys miss and just be like, Oh, oh it just he just kept going, just kept going. So I think it was the game against the Raiders on Monday night in Miami. This dude was throwing a block for Damian Williams. And Damian Williams ended up scoring. This dude was on his knees and took on a full, like a linebacker and still blocked him so Damian Williams could get, and he got absolutely leveled on his knees. Like you could end your career trying to block somebody like that. And he still threw a block for his teammate. Um, that play, and then the one-handed one-handed catch we he made against the Colts. Yep, I was just thinking that. That that's a couple ones that stick out to me besides the one that you said. What um, about the play against the Bills where he rocked? Aaron uh, Williams. Oh yeah, my god, yeah. dude! Uh, Bills fans still say, "Oh, Jarvis Landry's come back." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's a, it's a football. I mean, he blindsided him, but like he's, I don't know, man. I don't think he got flags for the hit. Did he? Yeah, he did. Did he? Yeah. Kenny and Drake whipped a dude's helmet across the field at that one, the, the last game of Jarvis Landry's career or, yeah. or Miami career. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it looks like uh, Miles Garrett got extension today. Five years, $125 million. Um, That's not a bad deal for the Browns, honestly. That's no. pretty cheap. Yeah. I mean, he's – He's that's well deserved money from him. He's a consistently good pass rusher. He dominates the game off the edge, um, and, and like you, you don't have to worry about his side of the ball as much because he's gonna he's good at setting the edge. He's good at rushing and uh, getting to the quarterback. So to lock him up for the next five years is a smart move by the Browns. And I really like Miles Garrett. I think he's a really good player. Yeah, I. I- I'm not going to get into the uh, politics of Miles Garrett because I just don't know about that situation. And I honestly don't care. But that was a crazy situation. Yeah, I mean, crazy emotions situation. are flying on the field. Who knows what was said and what, you know, exactly happened leading up to everything. But all in all, you know, you you take that out. He's Fins. a really good player. <laughs> all in all, fit. Uh, he's he's um, a good player. Yeah, I think so. And then – Chris Jones got an extension from the the Chiefs, so the crowd that says that they're not going to be able to pay anybody, I mean, I think he got an $80 million extension. So yeah. 
There you go. I think you you were on that side of the field saying that they're going to be able to still pay people. Oh yeah. So so good for yeah, you. Yeah, I mean it's a good a good signing for them. I like Chris Jones a lot. Um, if they weren't going to franchise tag him, he was a player that you know I was like maybe Miami could offer him a deal. He's just so dominant on the inside of the off. Uh, I heard the it was line. it was it was rumored that they yeah. were going to try to send him over. That'd be crazy. That'd be so good. He's he's still young too. He's he's very good from the interior defensive line. I think he's one of the guys that is so underrated in the NFL. Like when you talk about interior defensive linemen, a lot of people talk about Aaron Donald and Geno Atkins for so long. He's been dominant, but like Chris Jones, he's up there. He's dominating the inside of the of the defense and inside of the offensive line. You know, people say uh, DeForest Buckner and Eric Armstead, who also plays on the outside, but like. He's just as good, if not better. Like, I think he's very underrated. Me too, but I still, if I was going to take one more person that's available via trade or free agency, I mean, give me Yannick Ngakwe, dude. Oh, my God. Dude, what are the Jags going to do with him? I don't know. He's just still sitting there. He says he doesn't want to play. But this is the perfect year for him to just sit and not play because who it even is. knows what's going to happen? You know what I mean? So he, he shouldn't be in a rush anyways. to get traded. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Might as well that's sit like, it out and get his money next year. That's like if MLB didn't happen this year, the Dodgers sold out for, like, Mookie Betts. And if baseball didn't happen this year, he his contract would have been over and he could have been free to sign with any team in the MLB. And they would have, sold, they would have like, gave away, like, their farm team, their farm system for a player that's not even going to play for them. That'd be crazy. That's, I mean, <laughs> like if you were to think about that, like if if a team were to trade for Yannick, then sign him to like a one year, like fifteen mil, and then he ends up not playing and then goes somewhere else, like that'd be that'd be so awful. <laughs> I don't care. I don't like the Dodgers. No. Do you see? Do you see the Dolphins' um, Madden ratings? I saw the top ten players, and I saw that we were the lowest rating in Madden. No, no, they, they. I I was gonna say say that too, but I saw on Twitter right before we hopped on here that one of the um, rating analyst guys from Madden tweeted back at. I think it was one of the guys from Dolphins Talk or Dolphins Wire, one of the two, tweeted back and said that's not true. They're not the worst team in the, in on Madden. Oh really? Yeah, but oh. I think I think they screwed Devontae Parker. He was too low. I think he was at 84. He should be 88. And then Xavier Howard is like at 83. But I'm sure if he has a few good games, he'll be up towards his I didn't see Jerome Baker in the top 10. I think he should be like a 78, 79. He's not even in the top 20, dude. For the Dolphins, there's 20. There's another 10? I have to look. Yeah. Yeah. What? He's not in the top 20. Neither is Christian Wilkins. What? Yeah, so who's in charge of this? So I saw the top ten, and it was like Byron Jones, Xavier, Devontae, not in order or anything. Um, Calvin, and Lord. then and then there was another one that came out that had other players, and it didn't have like Christian Wilkins on there. Didn't have Jerome Baker. Um, I know Matt Breida has the highest speed. As a 95 for a running back. Um, trying to think. Who I wonder else. what Jakeem Grant's speed is. 
Albert Wilson's a 76. Godshaw's a 76. Raquan McMillan's a 76. Breed is a 79. Kasiki's a 79. Jordan Howard's a 79. Xavier Howard's 82. Devontae Parker's 84. Calvin Noy's 86. And Byron Jones is 88. I don't know. Try to hunt uh, that down, because I can't. I can't find the the second the, tier of the second tier ten. Let me take a let me take a peek. See, I don't think it was like top twenty or anything like that. I just know people. There was another release, and it the people were saying that they were surprised that um, Eric Flowers wasn't on there, and this was like top. This was like seventy five. Like Albert Wilson was on there, so he was seventy six, and they weren't in there. Eric Flowers, Christian Wilkins. And Jerome Baker. Everybody was surprised that they weren't on there. I I mean, I would think that, you know, maybe I'm a little biased, but Jerome Baker should definitely make a 79. I think he should be – like, I like Raekwon, but I think Jerome should be higher than Raekwon. He had a better year than Raekwon. He's played more games than Raekwon. We need to boycott Madden. That's how it needs to go. It is the same game. I played – I played the beta. It literally is the same game. The graphics don't even look better. Madden, I don't know what they're doing. I love playing Madden, but, like, I don't know what they're doing. It's just, isn't 2K coming out with a football game? No, because they they were thinking about it, like they were talking about it, and then... um, Sorry, and then they signed a they re-signed a deal with Madden that um, gives them exclusive rights to Madden through twenty twenty five or through the NFL for the NFL through twenty twenty five, and then it will go to twenty twenty six if they hit sales goals. Damn. Well, that sucks. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, boycott Madden. I love you can get all you can get all the updated rosters on twenty anyways. It's not the same, it, dude. I'm telling you, it's the same. The graphics. Well, I mean, not it's different. the it's the same, but it's not the same. There's like a trending hashtag on Twitter that says "fix Madden franchise." They do need to fix it. The game is pretty awful. It's uh, dude. They, they ride Ultimate Team, and Ultimate Team's boring. I don't even like Ultimate Team. I love grinding Ultimate Team for like the first four to five weeks of Madden, and then after that, I don't play it as much. And then so many cards come out, and people just have insane teams because there's so many good cards, and people just buy their teams, and it's like, well, that was fun. I remember, I, just, in, I remember in Madden, I was a junior in high school, and I forget what Madden it was. Well, it'd have to be Madden 15. Wasn't that Madden 25? I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, I, can't keep I think it was like in 2015. I think it was, it was like 14. Or 14. Yeah. Yeah, I had to have been 14 because I was a junior. I was going to be a junior in high school. And I remember that summer, my friends and I got it. <laughs> and in between double sessions of football practice, I would go home and grind ultimate team for the first like three weeks of ultimate team. I was ranked in the top 150 on like the leaderboards. Like you could go to the leaderboard or no, I was ranked in the top 100 because it would only go up to hundred. I was at, like 96 or something like that. 
and you could literally you'd go to the top hundred you'd see my name and then after like three weeks i didn't play as much and i just fell so fast down the list i just don't understand like you you'll have a team where you have like barry sanders as your running back then you have like a pat mahomes that who's a 70 overall it's so stupid dude I do not I do not like the concept. I like the old school create a player back in like the 08. Yeah. When you could like go to the combine and like yes. all that stuff. You had a dorm room and yep. then you upgraded to a better apartment. Yeah, all that. Yep. You could, you could re- literally yeah. yeah, I remember that. You you would you would actually like sit through the draft. Now you create a player and it's like, okay, what round do you want to go in and what Yeah, do you, you want to be a first to? round pick to the Dolphins? It's like, like oh I want to see God. where I want to see where I want to go. I want to see how well I did according to the combine. I kind of do like how they had face the franchise this year, the QB mode. That was kind of cool where you played a few games in college and then got drafted and you did the combine and then got drafted. I thought that was kind of cool, but it's not the same. And you can you used to be able to I remember you used to be able to customize your guy so much. I would give my guy so many tats. <laughs> Right now, it's just like there's ten faces you can pick from, and it's there's a lack of motivation behind the Madden and the Madden creators. Um, it's like a copy and paste game. I don't like it. Yeah. But what was your favorite Madden of all time? Or what was your first Madden, and then what was your oh, favorite Madden? My first Madden. Yeah. My first Madden was Madden two thousand and two. Mine was 2003 with Marshall Falk. On yeah, no, that's what it was. It was 03 then because I was going to say Marshall Falk was on the cover. So it was 03, and my brother's a huge Rams fan. So we had 03, and we got it for our PS1. Yeah, me too, dude. <laughs> I remember I've had Madden ever since. My favorite Madden was 08, the one with Vince Young on the front. Okay, 08. I, I would have to say my favorite Madden, I think, was... I think it was 06 or 07 I played on my PS2, and I remember playing that Madden. I created a linebacker for the Saints. I got drafted to the Saints, and even when the new Madden came out, whenever I would want to play my career, I went back to the last year's one and played that one, so I never restarted. And I got my guy, and I played like 12 years in the NFL for the Saints. Jesus. <laughs> I would just, instead of starting a new career in the new Madden, I just went back to that last one and just continued playing as the linebacker for the Saints and played like 12 seasons. I liked when they made it where you could take your player from NCAA and then transfer him over to Madden. That was cool. I never played NCAA. Ooh, you're missing out, brother. That's, that's what I've heard. I hope they remake it. But I liked Madden 11, too. That was the first year that they really, really gave the graphics like an uplift i liked the old madden songs yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it used to be so good although i did like this there was this uh rico nasty time flies and this madden was a is a banger i think it was madden let me look at the covers i'm looking at them right now you have them all or you, oh, you just look them up i'm looking at them madden 16 with obj or was it no it must have been madden 17 with Gronk on the front. This co- song called It's Okay. It's uh, somebody with a boogie. That, that song was a banger. I like put that sh- song on my phone and everything. I have a few Madden songs on my phone. <laughs> they put some good songs. Like they put Jack Harlow on this ups- upcoming one too. Oh. Jack Harlow's a- got some bangers. When is it supposed but- to come out? 
Uh, August 28th, but if you pre-order it, you get it on the 25th. Oh, okay. Oh, decision, decision. I really might not buy it, dude. I don't know. I might I really not might either. Not I don't play it as much as I used to. No, it just, just The beta was not impressive, dude. I was not impressed with the beta at all. Yeah, I mean, that's how most sport game, sports games are, though. It's just the same thing, rinse and repeat over and over. I wish... Hey, you play 2K? Have you ever played 2K? Uh, I fell off 2K because I thought it was doing the same thing. I thought it was boring. Oh, so in 2K, my friends and I get 2K. We, I shouldn't get this one, but we would play... There was a game mode... It's free on PlayStation right now. Is it really? Yeah. I don't have a PlayStation. But it's, fr- uh, it's free. No, so... <laughs> um, we would play this game mode called Pro-Am and you each create like there's my player and it's like an in-depth story of your guy. You can customize him, all this, all this and that. You play a few games of college, you get drafted wherever team you go or whatever. Or there's a few different storylines. It's like, it's like an actual like campaign, if you will, story mode. And then with the player you create, you could go into like my park and play with a bunch of random people. But then there's a, also a mode called Pro-Am where you create a team of five guys and you play another team of five guys and it's really fun so like we would yeah. all we would all coordinate which positions we were so we could have a solid five out there and play together like if madden did something like that like they we i even used to play like 3v3 where like you pick an offensive defensive position with your friends and you play three random people and they each pick an offensive defense position they don't even have that anymore i don't understand where they're going with it but enough with the the video game talk Let's get into some hot takes. This is going to be the pre-training camp, hopefully, hot takes. We're each just going to throw three out there. Uh, we'll do a call out on Twitter tomorrow, um, kind of overviewing them because we want to hear what you guys think. Um, if you have any hot takes, we'll cover them on Friday. Um, if not, just let us know what you think about our hot takes, and I'll let you go first. What's your first hot take? I'll let you know if it's hot or not. All right. My first Hot take is Shaq Lawson is going to have 13-plus sacks this year. Oof. 13. Um, I thought 10 was too low, and 15 I would say a little too high, so I went kind of in the middle with 13. I I like it. I'm going to say no on that just because that's not the style of defense that we run, but I hope. I'm praying. I'm not against the idea. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know if 13's in the cards for Shaq Lawson this year. But I like that. That's a good one. You know, I think he could. I think he could get up there. You know, it's not the. It's not going to be the type of defense we're going to play. Like rely on one pass rusher. But I think he's going to get a bunch of opportunities and make a huge splash and make double digit sacks this season. I think he's going to have a great year this year. Huge year. I like it. I like it. All right, my first uh, hot take for the 2020 season is Jordan Howard is going to be the lead back. He's going to have over 1,000 yards rushing and 10 touchdowns combined. You know, I don't think that's going to happen, honestly. I think he'll get a majority of the carries, but I think he's probably, you know, a few hundred yards behind that, around 800 and maybe seven to eight touchdowns. I think with Matt Parada, they're going to be splitting a lot of time. And I, I, I'm not against Jordan Howard getting the ball a lot, but I really love Matt Parada and his speed and versatility like i think he he will be getting the ball a lot especially in open space with this with this speed but i I don't i don't see jordan howard getting over a thousand rushing yards this year and he's got to stay healthy he hasn't done that the past few years 
it, it will all depend on how much they decide to sprinkle in whoever else makes the team, as in, you know, however much Breida gets the ball to. Because um, these are two two running backs that could start on pretty much any team in the NFL if if the team needed a running back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not going to go start over a Christian McCaffrey or somebody. But, but, like, if a team needs a running back, they would start there. So, um, you know, so you got two starting caliber running backs in that room. So I'm excited to see what they can do combined. But I think Jordan Howard is going to pop off this year. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for the both of them and, and to see what the run game could be this year. After last year, I don't know if it could get much worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, my second hot take is Tua is not going to play a single snap in the regular season this year, and he's going to be third on the depth chart behind uh, Fitzpatrick and Rosen. Oof, you had me at first because I almost put that down that Tua is not going to play at all, but there's no way he's going to not come in if Ryan Fitzpatrick gets hurt. You know, I think if Fitzpatrick gets hurt early on in the season, it'll be Rosen that's coming in. And I think the team's going to do well enough where they're going to stick with Fitzpatrick the rest of the, the throughout the year to 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 keep playing well, and and Tua's just not going to get opportunity to play this year. I, you know, hope though that we see Tua this year. <laughs> I, I think that there's there's a chance, um, but honestly, like we've said before, if if we're on the way to the playoffs, um, then I don't care if Tua plays. Yeah. You know, let uh, let Fitzpatrick ride off into the sunset and you know, come be our quarterbacks coach. Little fun fact, you know, I found this out today because I was just curious. But I googled Fitz Magic and Ryan Fitzpatrick pops up. I didn't know if you googled Fitz Magic, that's what pops up is Ryan Fitzpatrick. What? I guess, Yeah, I guess I think like remember him and Minka. Yeah, Minka didn't Minka like trademark it? He tried to, yeah. Scuzzball. I know. How are you going to try to take that away from Ryan Fitzpatrick? Some, Everybody's some, been calling him Fitzmagic for forever. Yeah, some young guy in the league thinks he's hot shit and then requests a trade because he's a pansy. He is a pansy. All right. Dude, I hate Minka. I hate Minka Fitzpatrick. Yo, so, it, no, go ahead. No, no go no. ahead. Uh, no, no, I'm no. done. I'm done you're, talking you're about Minka. you get fired up? I am done talking about Minka. <laughs> Not worth your time, dude. No, he's not. So my second hot take is Byron Jones is going to lead the team in interceptions. Man, Byron Jones hasn't had a pick in two years. You know, he's a shutdown corner. Um, He hasn't had the greatest compliment to him on the other side. So, you know, you, you teams want to target him a lot. But I think, I think it could be possible if – Xavier starts picking off balls early, you know. I think he'll get a few picks, but I don't know. I think Xavier, if he stays healthy, he plays all sixteen games. I think he's gonna. He's just such a, he's just such a ball hawk. I think he's gonna lead the team in picks. But I think Byron Jones is gonna get his first pick in two years this year for sure. Definitely, I definitely think he. You know, there's a chance that he leads his team in in picks this year. You know who I want it to be? Nick Needham. Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. I like Dude, him. I love Nick Needham. I love the underdogs. These guys that are late round picks that no one talks about as much and they just come in and play tough and ball out. I think that Nick Needham is getting his fair share of media coverage though cuz I know every Dolphins fan I see on Twitter, um they're all 
you know, talking talking good about him. So I, I, I hope that he um, gets some playing time this year. Yeah, me too. He will. All right. Another hot take for you. What, you have to have a snack? What are you, Mark Sanchez, eating a hot dog on the sideline? <laughs> I was actually yawning. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, it's late. It's late. I got to go to bed. You oh, know. my God. Uh, I got up. I it's 841 on the East Coast right now. Yeah, dude. I, I'm in bed. I'm in bed in an hour, an hour 20. I'm in bed by 10. I wish, dude. I cannot. I don't have As hard a, as I try. I don't have a kid. I don't yeah, but she goes to bed early. That's true. I don't have responsibilities. Um, all right. Enough about me. What about you? No. So, another hot take. The defense is going to be a top three defense in the league this year. Top three. Top That's like 0-6. Or 0-2. Earlier than that. Um. The 2020 Dolphins are going to be talked about like the 2000 Ravens and the 85 Bears. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Let's just top, put this in perspective. The, eight, the 85 Bears, I think, didn't they win the Super Bowl with Jim McMahon? Uh, I could yeah. be wrong. Somebody fact checked. But I do know that the 2000 Ravens won the Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer. And he got cut after that year. He Trent Dilfer is the only quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl and then get cut the following season. The 85 Bears, the 2000 Ravens, were purely one off defense. 2020 Dolphins are going to be that team this year. With the journeyman quarterback. Give me top 10. Give me top 10. Um, my final hot take is Devontae Parker... Will not lead the team in receiving yards in 2020. Wow. Not? Who's going to lead the league then? Or in the, lead the team? Who do you think is going to lead the team then? I think that um, Kalen Balazs is going to lead the team in receiving yards. Wow. You know, I think you might be onto something there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I think that... Um, Albert Wilson could have a shot at leading the team in receiving yards this year. You know, I think that the ball is going to get spread out a lot more now that we have a running game, and I just think that there's a chance that um, you know you have a couple guys that are like 900, 800. You know, Preston Williams. If you think about it this way, though, when Devontae picked up his game last year, it was not Week One. It was. Like, there is a, a clear distinction of when he turned into the beast that he was, and it was when Preston Williams went down. So I think Preston Williams, Albert Wilson, Devontae Parker, they'll all be in the mix, but I don't. I just don't see him going for 1,200 yards again this year. Uh, I, you know, I think that's a fair point. I think with the versatility, or, or not the versatility, the, the depth and the spread that we have at weapons on offense – you know, with Preston Williams, if he stays healthy all year, Parker playing as good as he did, Albert Wilson trying to pick it up. But then you guys got guys like Alan Hearns who are coming back. Jakeem is going to be fighting hard to get some, some time in there. Mike Asakia, Bereda in the backfield, Jordan Howard. I think you're going to see a lot of these guys get the ball distributed to them. And like you said, I think there's going to be a few guys with like eight to 900 yards rather than one guy with like 1,200 and then the next guy has like 700. I think it's going to be more even. Um, 
than it was last year, but I still think Parker is is going to take the cake with the yards this year. Yeah, yeah, it'll definitely be fun. I think in in having a running game is going to make a big difference. But that's our hot takes for 2020 pre training camp. We'll we'll review this um, in August, the end of August, and we'll see. Uh, how we feel about what we said and see if we got any changes or if we want to add any. Um, tomorrow, be on the lookout for the call out on Twitter. We will post something and try to get your input on the hot takes. So make sure if you're listening to this, you go look. Um, let me know how you feel about the hot takes and let us know if you have any hot takes to, to contribute. Um, the season is coming quick. I think there is going to be a season of some sort, so make sure you're on the lookout. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast because you're going to get a lot of content from us coming up, um, especially coming into the season. Make sure you leave a re- review if you if you so happen to enjoy this podcast. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Sales been killing some edits on Instagram, and we post them on Twitter later. So make sure you follow us all in all bins. And other than that, that's all I got. You got anything? Close them out. No, um, you know, everyone just have a wonderful day or night whenever you listen to this, um, and, and, and keep the input coming, keep the, keep letting us know how we're doing and, and hang with us. The content might be a little dry right now, but we're, we're trying not too much to talk about that we haven't covered already. Um, but I'm excited for the season. Once the season starts, we're going to, we're going to be on here. We're going to have a lot to talk about. Yeah, you'll get some passion from us because we tend to get gassed up during the season. So the passion will come out as soon as the Dolphins start doing stuff that I do not uh, like. (laughs) (laughs) Bins up! Uh.